Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Coming into our lives. Why don't you put your hands together one more time for the film stars. And then lift your hands and let us pray. Father, pray for yourself. Pray that God will open your eyes to behold wondrous things from his word tonight. Open our eyes 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 tonight, Lord, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Limo Simo Sakaya Brando Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Why don't you bless him wherever you are? Give him glory, give him the praise, give him glory, give him the praise. Give him glory, give him praise in the name of Jesus. Majesty, majesty. We bless you. We give you glory. We give you praise, Lord. We worship you. We worship you. We bless 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 you. You are worthy. You are worthy. You are worthy, O God. You are worthy, O God. You are worthy. We honor you. We honor you. We bless you, we bless you, we bless you, we bless you. Thank you, Jesus. Lift your hands and just wave him to him as we worship him with the songs. We bless you, Lord. We worship your majesty. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And to his own. His anthem rain. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So Jesus, we glorify you, we bless you 
in Jesus name Amen wonderful you may be seated in the presence of God how many of you have been spoken to already yeah curses are real do you get it curses are real you know and we should do our best to get blessings do you get it to avert curses amen yeah, I, I, I heard of a young man who I think beat his father or something. Yeah, and then a few days later, the father passed away. He has not been normal again from that time till now. It's from rehab to rehab, rehab to rehab. Yeah, so uh, like today, Bishop was leading us to pray that we should not sin the sin that is, there's no return. Do you get it? The sin, uh, one, we should not sin the sin that brings curses. And number two, we should not sin a sin that will cross a certain line that is like there's no return. Hey. <laughs> it's too wild. Mark chapter 4. Today a quick Bible lesson, 40 minutes, and then we run. Mark chapter 4, 25, Bible says, He that had to him shall be given, and he, he shall, and he that had not, from him shall be taken even that which he has. Amen. So we've been talking about this subject. We've been looking at this scripture. So this scripture is the core scripture of our study. Okay. Is it true? If it's true, why is it so? All right. He that has cars will have more cars. Yeah. He that is passing an exam, will, he that passes exams will pass more exams. And the one who's failing, you will fail even more. Yeah. Do you get it? Now, this is something that Jesus himself said. You can't dispute it. Jesus himself is the one who said it. And we have found out, even with life, even just today, I mean, I was chatting with my wife when she had gone to work, and we concluded that this scripture is true. Yeah, he that has will get more. And he that doesn't have, oh, even what he has, something will take it away from him. I pray that you will become he that had. And we concluded that the reason why he that had is having more is because he has some character traits, some personality traits that makes him have more. And the reason that why he that had not doesn't have is that he also has some negative character traits that ensures that he never has. And even what he has, he loses them. Amen. And I said a good example I can give you is the one who has friends, always has many friends. And the one who doesn't have friends, the, why the, the one who has friends has many friends is that he, he, he or she behaves in a certain way. That makes him get friends. The Bible says, he that will have many friends must show himself friendly. So, such a one shows himself friendly. Maybe he gives a lot. Maybe he's cheerful. He smiles. He talks politely and nicely. Do you get You meet some people, they don't talk nicely at all. So, when you talk to them once, you don't want to talk to them again. Do you get it? I mean, the way they talk, even the type of words that they use, you wonder which school did they go to to learn these words? Do you get to because because the type the type of words they use you have to acquire it from a school. I mean you have to be trained in it. You don't get it naturally. Do you get you don't you don't I mean some, sometimes even the level of rudeness you don't acquire it naturally. Somebody has to train you. So perhaps there's an institution somewhere here in KwaZulu Natal where they train people to be that arrogant and that rude or something. You never know. You, 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 you get it. Uh -huh. So there's a reason for that. So we are looking at, now we are not interested in negative traits. I say a trait is a personality, a, a personal character. What did we say a trait was? A trait is a distinguishing characteristic or quality, especially of a person's nature or character. So the person is that way. And we don't want to look at negative traits that lead to not having, but we rather want to identify positive traits that lead to having. Say positive. 
Yeah, I knew a guy. When you see, you say positive. Then he also say positive. So let's look at positive traits. Amen. So First Peter chapter one verse five to the Bible says, "Besides this, give dili- giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness charity." Amen. So he lit- he lists here some traits that you can have as a Christian, and he says. If these traits be in you and abound, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So it says, if these things are in you and there's a lot of it, it ensures that you are fruitful. Amen. If they are in you, number one, so you must identify them. And if they abound, it means you must encourage them and develop them. Amen. Sometimes the trait is there by something small. Do you get it? Uh-huh. But if the trait is a lot, what it does is that it brings forth fruit or it, it makes you fruitful. It makes you successful. It makes you productive. It makes you useful. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. So we started to look at these traits and last week we looked at diligence and I said diligence is a persistent and relentless effort by an individual to solve a problem, to overcome difficulties and to accomplish great things. Amen. Relentless, persistent, relentless, persistent. Persistent means you are pressing. Relentless means you are never giving up. Amen. Persistent means what? You are pressing. Relentless means you are never giving up. Amen. You are never giving up. May you never give up. If it's your school, be persistent and be relentless in your effort. Be persistent and be relentless in your effort. If you are in school, you don't make an effort, you will fail. It's only primary school that you pass without making an effort. Once you cross primary school, the work starts. Amen. Amen. Say amen. It's work. You have to work hard. Anybody who doesn't work hard, you sleep and wake up, watch cartoons and say you will pass. It's for primary school. And stop clapping for the children who are in nursery and they are getting award for coloring, scribbling. All all those things don't mean anything. As you start to grow, you will see that work will start. And sometimes when you clap for them early, their heads become swollen. So they won't work hard. They think they are all that and more. Do you see? So they won't work hard. Then by the time they get to where they must work hard, they see that it's only air, fresh air that is inside. They are not putting any effort. Do you get it? Uh-huh. So for you to su- succeed, you must work hard. You must be relentless. You don't give up. Some of you, small difficulty you are facing in your degree, you want to run away from school. Yeah, now even when you drive, don't pass UKZN anymore. <laughs> Small place you have going, you have gone to the mall to join the freeway, to use the freeway so that you can avoid UKZN. <laughs> you must overcome. I see you overcoming. <laughs> Wonderful. Today I want to talk about another, another trait. I want to talk about, it says... Come back to five. It says, besides giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue. So even with hard work, the first thing you must also have is faith. Amen. Faith before you add virtue. So today we want to talk about the positive trait of he that had, which is faith. Amen. Faith. Faith. Now, faith, Hebrews 11, verse 1, Bible says, Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Amen. So, we define faith as a firm belief in something for which there is no proof. A firm belief. There are two definitions. A firm belief for something for which there is no proof. And the second one is, it is also a belief in God. Amen. 
So to have faith is to believe in something without any proof. So it says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. So it's like you are believing in something you can't see. That's faith. Now when somebody, when you meet someone we describe as a he that had, he has believed in something without any evidence. For you to do well, you, have, you need to believe in something. Amen. And the first type of faith you must have is believe in God. Now, Bible says, no man has yet seen God. So, it's like believing in God is believing in something or someone that you have not seen. There's no tangible proof. You just believe that God is. Therefore, without faith, it is impossible to please God. Verse 6, put it there. But he that cometh to God must know that he is. No, not a rewarder. He is. Look, look at it clearly. Sometimes we read the Bible in there. It says, must believe that he is. Comma. Comma. Do, do you understand? Before we come to, he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Do you see? He exists. You must believe in the existence of God. Though you have no proof of it. You don't have any proof. You can't touch it. There's no tangible evidence as far as we are concerned. But you believe that he is. He exists. He's there. Yeah. He is. He exists. He's there. Yeah. He is. He is. So that's, that's believing in something. That you have no evidence. You have no proof. You can, if I tell you that prove to me now that God exists, you can't prove it, but you believe. Yeah, I believe that God is there more than you that I can see with my eye. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I believe that God is there far more than spark that I can see right now with my two eyes. And then the second definition is believing in something without proof. Now, for you to do well, for you to succeed, you have to believe in things without proof that they, it, it, will, it will work. It takes a certain belief. Now, when you see people who are not doing well, they really, I mean, let's say, if, what are your goals? Your goal is what? To finish university, have a good life. There's no proof of it. There's no proof that when you finish university, some people finish university before you, they are still sitting at home. Some people went to the same university that you are in. Same course that you are doing, bio, what's that course? Microbiology. Biomicro. Biomicrobiology. Yeah. Yeah, it's a course. And they are still sitting at home. And there you are in third year microbiology. Writing assignment, performing uh, uh, experiments, running experiments. Do you perform experiments or you run experiments? You do experiments. Uh-huh. Doing experiments which, which have already been done by those who were ahead of you and by that person who did the same course in the same university before you and is sitting at home without a job. Doing titrations and pouring chemicals that have nothing to do with you, yet you are combining, looking for chemical reactions. You know, I remember when, 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 when we were at the university, um, my wife would say they are going to the lab. I did a course that you don't go to the lab. You don't have to go to the lab. Do you get it? Like... What, what do I mean? I did a course that we have accepted what our grandfathers have said. We have accepted. Look, our grandfathers like Adam Smith, um, all these people, Sigmund Freud, all 
That's what they said. So we believe it. We, we don't have time to argue with them. Do you get it? We believe, although we don't have any evidence, we believe that they said so. So that's what it is. Do you see? They said that the higher the price, the lower the demand. We don't need to prove it. We accept it. They said that the higher the demand, the lower the supply. And the lo- higher the supply, the lower... As they, we call them market forces. They said, they told us, we were not there. They had a meeting, came to a conclusion and told us that these are the forces that control every market. Whether it's at downtown or it's at the mall, these forces control the market. Do you get it? Demand and supply. So when one goes up, the other one comes down. When one, this one goes up, this one comes down. It's a, it's a, it's a reaction. Do you see it? And then, consumer what? Consumer behavior. Thank you. We accepted all these. these they mentioned the terms to us. We say explain to us. When they explain, we accept. Thank you very much. It applies everywhere. When there's more money, the value of what he has said in economics, what it means in real life is that when there's more money, the value of the money goes down. That's all. But because we have to write an exam, they have to put it in this way. Or else it will just look like a normal conversation. You won't respect the lecturers anymore. Do you see? The economy is very liquid. It means there's a lot of money moving around. That's all. Just ask me, I'll tell you. Just ask me, I'll tell you. If you ask these, these ones, they will use these terms. But if you ask me, I'll tell you what it means on the ground. Yeah, yeah. These ones, they are trying to stay relevant, so they confuse you. Do you get But what I'm saying is that we accepted them. So every day my wife will say they are going to do I said, what are you going to do? Say they are going to do an experiment. I said, experiment for what? So we are going to do this experiment. Then she will mention some words. So I asked, did Einstein not do these experiments? He said, oh, Einstein did it. So I said, are you hoping to get something that a new conclusion that Einstein did not get? No, they said they are going to prove what Einstein got. Einstein, like, ah, you. Einstein, you, Einstein, what are you going to prove again? But I'm saying this to say that somebody has gone proving all these things and doesn't have a job. And you are now in level 300, which I told you last week means third year. Okay, don't be deceived. Third year, level 200, which is second year. Do, do you get it? Uh-huh. And you are trying to do the same thing. Believing that as for you, when you finish, you will get a job. That's faith. You need faith. You need faith. You need faith. Do you get it? So, this is one of the things that make those who succeed, succeed. That you go out to start a bar center. You go out to start a center. You have faith. That although three people have gone before you and have not succeeded, you believe that you will succeed. You are getting into a marriage and you realize that all your sisters who have gone into marriage before you, they have all come back. They are now living with your father in your father's house. But you believe that yours will work. That's faith. Because the evidence that is before your big sister, she used to cook very well. You don't know how to cook. She has gone. She has come back. Then second one, she can clean. When she cleans, you can see your face on the floor. She has gone. She has come back. Francisca. Angela. Uh-huh. Okay. Only two minutes. I'll be done. Okay. Yeah. Great. Say Amen. Faith is also listening to me without typing anything on your phone. That's faith. Clap your hands for Jesus. Do you get it? So this is faith. And when you see people making it in life, they have believed in something or they've believed in what they are doing without any evidence. Yeah, without any evidence, without any proof, but they believe. So now, six things you must know about faith. We talk about it and we go home. Six things. 
Six things you must know about faith. Number one, faith is a personal trait that will cause you to overcome big problems and obstacles. Faith will cause you to overcome big problems and obstacles. Mark eleven twenty three. 23, the Bible says, For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe the things, those things which he said, he shall have whatsoever he said. It says, the one who will say to a mountain, be removed and cast into the sea, without doubting, believing that what he's saying will happen. He will have what he's saying. He will have it. A mountain represents a problem, a challenge, an obstacle. When you are doing something, anything you find yourself doing, by all means, there will be obstacles. There will be challenges. There will be problems. Now, for you to overcome and to prevail, you need to have faith. It takes faith to overcome. It takes faith to, to break through. Without faith, you cannot break through. You cannot overcome your challenges. You cannot overcome problems. It takes real, real, strong, let me read from the book. Strong faith. It says, people who have faith are able to move mountains. A mountain is a big problem. To move mountains around and become he that had, you will need the positive trait of faith. Great achievements are usually great victories over insurmountable challenges. It takes faith to press on in the face of adversity, in the face of challenge, in the face of troubles. It takes a lot of faith. If you don't believe in what you are doing, if you don't believe in what the outcome, if you don't believe why you are doing it, the slightest problem you give up. The slightest, oh, hey, it's too much. This problem is too much. I can't take it anymore. I'm going to rest. No, I'm tired. I can't anymore. Sometimes you see, beloved, small challenge. I give up. Now, some of us who, by the grace of God, have pressed on to now, when we listen to their challenge, we see that our challenges are bigger, but we are, we are it's like... <laughs> What they are calling a challenge for us is just like a stop sign. You know when you are driving, you see a stop sign. It doesn't actually mean you shouldn't go. It means stop and then go. Do you you get it? Yeah, yeah. It's it's not road close. Road close is different from stop sign. Road close. Even road close, some people jam the wall. We used to play tennis somewhere. Sometimes by the time you get there, they've locked the gate. We open the gate and we enter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes they lock. We park the car outside. We walk through the passage and we go and play. We come back and we walk back to the car. Yeah. If you don't have faith, any challenge you get, that will be the end of what you are trying to do. But those who have Oh, if you see somebody who has prospered, let's say he's doing business, he has succeeded. Oh, he has overcome so many problems. If you see somebody whose marriage is working, he has overcome so many problems. If you see beloveds who have ha- are happy, they have overcome so many problems. If you see a church that is working, we have overcome so many problems. Yeah. As a church, we have survived two lockdowns. By the grace of God, we have survived two lockdowns. Yeah, some churches, look, because you are in this church, you don't know. Some churches did not come back after the first lockdown. Yeah, I sat down with a pastor, a pastor's wife, and she was, tell, she was telling me that, listen, we are in Pretoria, we are in charge of, I think, 37 churches in Pretoria. After the first lockdown, when it reopened, we have lost about half of the churches. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. The church is that. I mean, like, the pastor is there, but there's no member to do the church with. That's why we must follow the protocols and everything so that we don't go into a third lockdown. Yeah. If you see anybody, anything, the person is doing, the person is succeeding, the person is doing well, oh, don't think that, don't say, oh, this guy is lucky, he's very lucky, he doesn't have any problem, he has faith. Yeah, don't say he's lucky, he has used faith. He doesn't have any challenge, he doesn't, look, every day is a challenge, every day is a challenge. Every day is a challenge. That's why you see a lot of ritual, when you see, you see they are short-tempered. Because the battles they've had to fight to get there, as soon as you bring your head, they think it's a fight. They go into fighting mode. Just in case you are another fight that is coming, it's like they are ready. Because it's been fight after fight, fight after fight, fight after fight to get to where they are. So you want to succeed you need faith that overcomes problems. You need to use your faith to overcome challenges. Your marriage will work if you overcome challenges. Yeah. Overcome challenges. If you are not ready to overcome any challenge, look, my brother, my sister, be in your mother's house. Yeah, be, even in your mother's house, after a certain age, challenges will start. Because you are no longer a child, yet you cannot be treated as an adult. Because an adult lives in his own house. Because now your mother has to feed you, your mother has to look after you, and you are still there. When she tells you it's time to sleep, you say, oh, I'm not a little child anymore. But when it's time to eat, you say you are a child. It's almost like bipolar. One moment you are a child, one moment you are an adult. When it suits you, conveniently so. Number two, I said we are going to six. I have nine minutes, 47 seconds left. Number two, faith is a personal trait that causes an individual to have a good report. Faith is a personal trait. That causes an individual to have a good report. Hebrews 11, 2 says, For by faith the elders obtained a good report. To have a good report that you are experiencing abundance, you need to be a little wiser than the neighborhood monkey. You will need to see you will need to see the correlation or the connection between positive traits and prosperity. Bible teaches us that good reports are given to men of faith. Good things usually are usually said about positive, faith-filled people who believe in a vision before it becomes a reality. I said faith is believing in something without evidence. Remember, you always remember people who believe in you before things worked. There are people who come along but never believe in your vision, you or your vision. Some people will not have a good report. A good report is for those who believe when there's nothing. And when you believe when there's nothing, that's faith. That's faith. That's faith. He said, good reports come to those who, are, who, who, who exhibit faith. Hallelujah. He said, through believing in something which didn't exist, without evidence, you don't have evidence of it. The Bible says, you get a good report. I mean, if you look at Jesus' disciples, we will, every time we mention them, once we mention Jesus, they are the next, Peter, James, John, they are there. And Jesus said, in heaven, because you were with me in the beginning, when we get to heaven, I will name cities after you. So you, you'll be surprised. Maybe heaven has 12 cities. When we go, these cities are named after the disciples. So, so Bishop, where are you living? I so said, I'm living at St. John's 
St. John's Boulevard. They said, where are you? He said, I'm at Bartholomew, Bartholomew Avenue. <laughs> the city of Bartholomew. Or Luke's place. Andrew City. Yeah. That's it. Do you see? Because they believed in Jesus without any evidence. He told them he has come from heaven. They said, okay, if you say so. You have come from heaven. You. <laughs> Number three. <laughs> I said, you have come from heaven. You. <laughs> we, we are sitting here. You say you have come from heaven. You. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, you. <laughs> no, that video is a killer. <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> Anytime I watch it, I know how, I know the end, I know everything. But when he says the yo, I get a shock. <laughs> I think what kills me is the pause. I know you don't know the video I'm talking about, but you'll find it. The pause between when the team plays and there's, a, there's some silence, then yo. <laughs> Number three, faith is the, is the personal trait that makes a person victorious. Faith is the personal trait that makes a person victorious. First John 5, 4, it says, For whosoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. He says, Whosoever or whatsoever is born of God has victory. Overcome means to be victorious. Has victory over the world. This is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. So what it means, this is King James English. I told you the other time, King James was written in the night. So the words are put together in a certain way. But when you shine some light on it, it says, so it is saying that faith is the victory that overcomes the world. So when you read sentences, even our faith, it means that what he's talking about, the thing I'm talking about above, what I mean is that our faith. So when you have faith and you believe in something, it gives you victory. It takes faith to have victory. Amen. Victory is given to men of faith. What so, without faith, you will never be victorious and become he that had. Victory the victory that you need will be provided through your faith in God. It takes faith. When you are fighting a battle, if you don't have faith in God, if you don't have faith, if you don't believe in, you see, you look at it as believing in what you are doing, that it will yield results, it will be beneficial, it will help you to do well. If you don't believe in it, the slightest challenge you give up. The slightest challenge you give up. Amen. The slightest opposition you will give up. Now, life is sad that there's always opposition. Unless you are not doing anything. If you are not doing anything, then you will not have any challenge. But if you are doing something, there will always be opposition. Your Christian life always... You, look, as a Christian, you have one enemy. Do you get You have the normal enemy who is the devil. Do you get the devil? He's the enemy. But you have another enemy. That enemy is closer than the devil. You see, like the devil as an enemy, Jesus has already given us victory over the devil. But you have another enemy. That enemy is always with you. That enemy goes wherever you go. That, and that enemy, you need that enemy to exist in this world. So, it's an enemy that you can't do without. Do you know who that enemy is? Your flesh. Your flesh. Now, for you to have victory as a Christian, you have to overpower your, your flesh. It takes faith to overpower your flesh, to have victory in your Christian life. Yeah, faith. 
Because your flesh never backs down, never gives up, is never tired. It loses a battle today, it will start fighting tomorrow. Yeah, every day is fighting. When you tell it to wake up, it says, no, I don't want to wake up. I want to sleep. When it is awake, you tell it to sleep. It says, no, I don't want to sleep. You see, it's almost like it's always in disagreement with you. Yeah, it's like an opposition member who's always there. And without him, you are not complete. So you know that he's an opposition, but you have to carry him along. Yeah, constant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To win with your Christian life, your flesh will always be fighting. Your flesh and its desires and its appetites. That's why you must be careful the appetites you develop. Do you understand appetite? The taste, the things you like, the things you like, the, the cravings, appetites, and desires. The Bible calls it the lusts of the flesh. Appetite. Some of you have this, this developed appetite for spirits. When I say spirit, I mean liquor, liquid spirits, appetites, different colors. Brown colors, color red. Red is bonvu, color bonvu, color pink, color yellow, goldish yellow, color colorless. Spirits, liquid spirits. Yeah, even some of you have developed appetites for uncommon. I wake up every morning to make my beer ngomoti. It's African beer. Where's my ngomoti? Where's my Where's my ngomoti? So because of those appetites that you have, always there's opposition. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you, you, look, be careful. I know girls who drink. I mean, Christian girls. Christian girls who, it's like they can't stop drinking. Pray for grace. That God helps you to stop drinking. And I said, anything you, you, you want to stop doing, it starts from a renewal of your mind. That's why that, be renewed. Ephesians 4.22, be renewed in the spirit of your mind. 23, yeah. The spirit, it starts from your mind. You have to accept that you can stop drinking. You have to accept that you must stop. That it's inappropriate for you. As a lady... A Christian lady. You have to accept it first. Why is the church so quiet? Come up a little. Social distancing. You have to accept it. Yes, a local call. 033. Yeah, pick it up. You have to accept it. And believe that you can stop. Some of you, your, way, your stubbornness is displayed by, oh, I don't think I can stop. How come you can't stop? How come? How, were, you, were you born drinking? When you were born, were you drunk? I mean, some of you are using it as like supplements. If you don't have it, you can't live. Were you born smoking? I mean, it's like, were you, born, were you born in a chimney that smoke was coming out? Some of you have developed appetite for boys. Appetite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Appetite, exotic appetite. Indian boys, colored boys, black boys, Chinese boys. 
and Zulu boys. Yeah. Older men. Yeah. Who can be your parents? Older men. Yeah, 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 yeah. These are all called last of the flesh. And you need faith to fight and to overcome. Fight and overcome. Look, you won't be young like this forever. No, 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 no. You won't be young like this forever. I'm trying to remember one of the songs that say when your youth is gone. Yeah, but I'll remember, I'll remember. No, no. Anyway, not today. Yeah. You won't be young like this forever. So, I'm young, I'm beautiful. Oh, please, stop it. Ask your mother. She was far more beautiful than you. Far! Far! Yeah, far. And sometimes look at your mother and look at your father. You, then you will see that the beauty was diluted by your father coming in. Because like thorough bread, then a dilution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes look. Sometimes just look and look and say, oh, because you need small from here and small from here. So it watered down the thing. So you won't be like this forever, baby. You won't be like this forever. Take your walk with God seriously and have victory. Use your faith to have victory over your flesh. Yeah. Yeah, so that by the time the, vic- the, 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 the youth is gone, the, 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 I don't know, the youth is gone. You would have done the things that you needed to do and you will be at the place you should be. So that now, now you don't need beauty to do anything anymore. Yeah. I mean, the, your cheekbone is high. Very soon the flesh will come down. Yeah. Very soon you need support structures everywhere. Cement. Some you have to use cement. Some you have to use blocks to hold. I mean, you'll be surprised. Yeah. Look, one of the things that happens when, when you don't fight to stay as a Christian, as a pure Christian, is that your soul dies. You, your soul is eating away gradually. Yeah. So what happens is that now after some years, maybe you are 29 now, you have realized that, look, life is running by. And by the grace of God, maybe you have prospered. You've gotten a job. You are doing well, everything. But your soul has been eating away. So you see, the job you are working by, you are empty. The job cannot fill the, the, the test in you. Anything you do cannot satisfy you. Yeah. I was explaining to one guy on the golf course that, if you see a girl sleeping with everybody, sleeping with this, today you are with this, but tomorrow you are with this. When you marry, you think that everybody in the world is sleeping with your husband. Yeah. That's what, yo, good man fears the Lord. He only goes to church and comes home, goes to work and comes home, but you feel that, ah. Hmm. So you alone, you'll be there, you'll be fighting a battle with yourself. Without, you'll be using faith, no proof, but you'll believe it. Yeah, your soul will be eating away. Because anybody you see, you remember yourself. Look, people who are suspicious, oh, this person, is doing, they, that's how they were. The reason why that thought can enter into their head is because that's how they were. To him that is pure, all things are pure. Number five, I say I'm preaching for 99 minutes. It's almost done. Number five, you'll get it next week. Number four, Faith is, a, is the personal trait that makes a person a visionary. Amen. Who is a visionary? A visionary is someone who sees the future. Vision to see. Visionary. Someone who sees the future. By faith, Hebrews eleven twenty seven, 27, he forsook Egypt, that is Moses, not fearing the wrath of the king, for 
he endured as seeing him who is invisible. Moses forsook Egypt. He left Egypt. He, he gave up Egypt because in Egypt he was a prince. He gave up Egypt seeing something that was, the person was invisible. He could see the future. He could see the future. So you can take the children of Israel. See, they started with, from Adam. You can also see them starting from Noah. One of the people you can see the children of Israel starting from is also from Moses. Yeah, it's like Israel started again from Moses. But when you see Elijah and Ko, you can't say Israel started from them. Yeah. Why do I say so? Adam, Adam was the first one that exists. Then people started to come out. Then the world came to a cataclysmic watery end with a flood. Then Noah started again. Then Israel went into bondage in Egypt. Then through Moses, they came out and they started again. But it took Moses believing in something, giving up something, and seeing the future to take them to start again. Yeah. Seeing the future. Without faith, you cannot see a good thing happening in the future. Nothing. Let me read. Faith is the evidence of things not seen. Without faith, you cannot visualize or imagine a good outcome or a good future. If you don't have faith, you can't visualize that this, 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 this beloved dozen we are doing, it can be something fantastic in the future. All that ministers to you is that, oh, I wish he had a car. If he has a car and a good job, then I know it can work. But some of the people who have who will be do well so well in life and prosper today they have nothing it takes faith to believe that this is it sunday that somebody was i don't have anything but i have the call of god yeah it was sunday this sunday it's like the brother doesn't have anything but he has one thing which is the call of god so as he's coming to propose to you, you see in the bible when Isaac was going to get married, they counted, they told Rebecca the things, how much money his father has. He has father has cattle, he has servants, he has this, he has that. And they said to Rebecca that all the things his father has, he has given to his son. Then they asked, would you like to marry? He said, yes. Who would say yes? Yeah. But, you see a brother, all he has is there. Khaki pants he's wearing. I saw a brother one day, he was wearing khaki a pants. I don't know whether it was khaki pants or something, but the thing was like somewhere here. It's like there was not even enough fabric to complete the, the pants. Yeah, I, in this church. I mean, it's like the thing is here, here. Three quarters. Yeah. yeah. That's all he had. But you have to believe that this brother who doesn't even have a full pants, one day, one day, one day, God will bless him. You have to believe. You have to believe. One day, God will bless him. I said, God will bless him one day. You have to believe. Without faith, you will not believe. Oh, this thing is not going to go anywhere. I can't see a good end. I can't see anything. So you see ladies, they despise guys. Oh, this guy is not going to be anything. Then later when he becomes something, you start to move close to him. Meanwhile, by that time, somebody has located him already. Somebody who believed when there was nothing. Without evidence, the person had faith. The guy, his pants was somewhere here. 10% of the, the tithe of the pants was not there. Yeah. It's the incomplete. You have to believe. You have to believe. You have to believe. Number five, I close. I can feel it. I can feel it. <laughs> you will never see great possibilities of what God can do for you 
without faith. All your calculations will be based on the here and now because you cannot see the invisible. Moses was a great man of faith. He endured and was successful because he saw the invisible. He saw what could not be seen. He saw what could not be seen. I mean, when, when my wife and I were getting married, we didn't even have a place to live. No, don't laugh. It's a serious case. <laughs> Pastor, what do you mean? I mean, we did like... <laughs> after, because when we were going to the wedding, she came from her mother's house, okay, or somewhere, wherever. Then I also came from my somewhere. But when the pastor finished the thing, Pastor Zos, like when they say, okay, let's share the grace and go home, we didn't have anywhere that we were going to. So as we were, we were, we were there doing, I do solemnly declare that I know not of any lawful impediment why I, Daniel, Harley, take the, should not join in matrimony to Delali Kujo. When I was saying those words, I didn't know where I was going to take it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we finished there. Of course, honeymoon. So we went to honeymoon. But while we were at the honeymoon, we knew that when we come back, do you get it? There's nowhere to go. Yeah. So when we came back, somebody asked, so how did you... When we, came, when we come and visit you, we planned our visits calculated. And we had, we had some small bags that we moved. Our everything is inside. So when we visit, after wedding, so everybody wants to see. So when we visit, we visit in such a way that we cannot go. It's late. Then we sleep. Yeah, we sleep. Then, it was a strat- very strategic. Then we sleep. When we wake up, we bath everything, then we all go to work. It's like we are, as we are leaving, we are going to, she's going to work, I'm also going to work. When we close, so we have the day all planned out completely. That at the, when we close work, we have to go to this place as a form of, we are visiting them to say thank you for all the help they gave us during the wedding. But that visit, it's not for food though. That's what food we can buy is to grab a place to sleep. Yeah, it's a sleepover. Yeah. So we have visited you. If you don't say it's late, you should sleep. We'll be talking to you, be yawning. Oh, we are there. We are full, we are alive. Yeah. As soon as you say, Oh, it's late, maybe you guys should sleep there. We, we start yawning. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, 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 by faith. But today, look at us here. Yeah, yeah, by the grace of God. Faith to see that God can do something. Yeah. One day, we met a guy. And he asked, I think he, yeah, he asked my wife. So, how was the honeymoon? Oh, the Lord was very good. So where are you guys now? Yeah, we are here and there. We are here and there. Yeah. Where, where are you guys living? We are here and there. What do you mean by lapa lapaya? So sometimes we are here, then sometimes we are here. So the person said, Where do you stay? So we don't stay anywhere. We are just everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are doing the lighthouse everywhere. Then, then, then the person said, okay, I'll, I, I, I'll call you later. I'll, I'll hook you up. Then the person hooked us. Not that, listen up, not that we couldn't find a place, do you see, to rent. Understand it well. Not that we couldn't find a place to rent. Like we have the money, but we are looking for a house. No, 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 no. The money is not there. Nothing is there. All we have is each other and faith in God. That's all we have. That's all we have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My children are surprised. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they thought we were living in Buckingham Palace. <laughs> the way they are all looking at me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You've learned something new today. Number five. Faith is the personal trait that makes a person no longer a fool. Psalm 14 verse 1, the Bible says, A fool saith in his heart, there is no God. A fool says there's no God. Having faith catapults you out of foolishness into wisdom. Number six. Faith is a personal trait that pleases God the most. But without faith, it is impossible to please God. Hebrews 11 verse 6. Somehow, without faith, it is impossible to make God happy with you. You need to be positive. You need to think correctly and you need to expect positive things from God. Positive things if you are to please God. Faith is what makes you please God. And when you please God, of course, God will do positive things for you. God will do great things for you. But it takes believing God. That's why he that cometh to God must first know that he is. And he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek. May you become a person of faith from today. Whatever you are doing, whatever you are involved with, apply faith, number one, faith in God and faith in the outcome of what you are doing. Even this church, you watch people who have lost faith in the church, you see they've started going down. Yeah, they started going down. Because the effort they would have put in or the effort they used to put in having faith in the ministry that effort is gone because the faith is gone. The belief in the thing is gone. The belief in the thing is gone. So you see a lackadaisical attitude. And it's the same way. When the, your belief in what you are doing is gone, you are always lackadaisical when it comes to it. Lackadaisical means you are just like this. You are whimsical. Like this, like that. You are not committed to it anymore. But when you have faith in something, it comes with commitment, it comes with effort, it comes with diligence. And that diligence brings victory. May you have victory in your life through faith in the name of Jesus. Stand to your feet. Let us bring this service to a close. Say, Lord, strengthen me in my faith. Help me to believe. Even, even without evidence, help me to believe. Help me to believe. Help me to believe in your plans for me. Your word declares that your thoughts for me, they are thoughts of good and not of evil. To bring me a hope and a future. To bring me to an expected end. Help me to believe, Lord. Help me to believe, O oh God. Help me to believe. Help me to believe. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Lama so kabe so kapaya, kimo sipa leko sapaya, ranto labakando skepalo. Help me to believe, Lord. Help me to believe, O God. Help me to believe, O God. Whatever I am doing in my business, in my school, in my job, help me to believe. Help me to have faith in you. Help me to expect oh, yes. a good outcome. To expect a good outcome. Every situation I find myself, help me to be positive and to expect a good outcome, Lord. In the name of Jesus. 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 We give you praise, Lord. We give you praise, Lord. We give you glory. Lift your hands. Lift your hands. Pleasing you, Lord. This is what I this really want to do.
believe in you. Let us have faith in you that we will be pleasing in your sight, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we give you, I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice. Wherever there's loss of hope, Lord, I speak faith now in the name of Jesus. Anyone that feels like giving up, Lord, I speak faith now in the name of Jesus. Receive the faith that comes from God now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Receive that faith now in the name of Jesus. We give you praise, Lord. We give you glory, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. Everybody said, Amen. Oh, say a faith, Amen. Say a believing, Amen. Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083 773 1605. God richly bless you.